Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And Sweet Tea. Today, we've got a very interesting podcast for you guys today. We're going to be speaking to a guy called Flat Earth Dave. He is a flat earther and he's going to be talking to us all about flat earth. I've seen some of his stuff before. He's going to be trying to convince us in the ways of, of flat earth. He's extremely passionate. Extremely passionate about it. We're going to try and be, you know, polite and courteous and hear everything he has to say. But... We just think it could be interesting. And at the end of the episode, we're going to give you guys our verdict on that. So all of that is coming right after this. Hello there. I'm David Tennant. You probably know me from Broadchurch. You probably know me from Good Omens. You probably stopped watching Doctor Who because I left it. Now, when I'm not busy being the busiest actor on the planet, I love to sit down and listen to the Court Case Podcast. Okay, so um, we're James and Sweet Tea, and we are joined with David of the Flat Earth Podcast. Welcome to the show, Dave. Hey, thanks for having me. I just listened to your last episode about the moon landing. Oh, yes. And and boy, do we have a lot to unpack. And my <laughs> prediction is this isn't going to go very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, what are your thoughts on, on the moon landings? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Oh my lord! So there's so much to unpack. Um, you're you did a little googling. Yes. Do you let Let's just take a step back. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that the governments are here for our good and are giving us the proper truthful information we need? I mean, I don't think all the time. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, when you Google, you don't get anything that they don't want you to have. You get what they want you to have. For example, if you Google flat Earth, you get all of their propaganda. You get the Flat Earth Society, which we're not. The Flat Earth Society says that the Earth is rising up at 9.8 meters per second. That causes gravity. No Flat Earther thinks that. That's ridiculous. They, if you search images of Flat Earth, they show you a disc floating in space, Yeah. right? No Flat Earther thinks that, right? Anytime the mainstream media does a, uh, um, uh, you know, a news piece, they show you, um, you know, a turn up floating in space. That's that's not what flat Earth is, right? Okay. And the, they'll never tell you what the Earth really is. I mean, if you um, if you think about it, the 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 heliocentric system, you're spinning at a thousand miles an hour at the equator. Okay, so when you're watching the sunset, you ever watch a sunset? Mm-hmm. Yes. You believe that you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, and that's making the sun appear to go down. 
Right. While that's going on, you're orbiting the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. A very funny number. Yeah. That's unfathomable. And then you're chasing the sun at about a half a million miles per hour. But none of these motions can be felt, seen, observed, measured ever. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, so we just start there. My question first revolving that is um, not every government likes each other. So, like, why would a mm. scientist in North Korea agree with a scientist in the UK, for example? This is going to be a big one for you to swallow. Okay. All of the all of the division of countries is fake. In the 1800s, there was an advanced civilization here worldwide, building mm -hmm. stuff that we can't build today okay. with technology that we have lost. It's been taken away from us, and they they divide us, divide and conquer. So they divide us up by countries. Russia hates the United States. Cold War. How many battles were there? Zero. No right. battles ever. It's not real. China, Russia, America. Europe, you know, all of this stuff. They're all together. They're all one big corporation. Got it. That's it. Okay. So the division of countries is fake. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. We've had, we have had other conspiracy theorists on the podcast. I'm not before. a conspiracy theorist. I'm Is... a conspiracy analyst. Got it. Right. Okay. Understood. Okay. That, that Can you explain like... the difference? <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a conspiracy analyst is somebody that, you know, a cons first, a conspiracy people go conspiracy you know tinfoil hat yeah um conspiracy is when two or more people um collude together for their own benefit you and i have a conspiracy we colluded to make a podcast mm -hmm. okay yeah. for the benefit of your channel that's technically a conspiracy so if you don't believe that men will conspire for their own good then that's crazy well conspiracies do exist so when you look at them you know conspiracy is something that's claimed to be true where there's no evidence yeah. Okay. Like the globe earth, you believe you live on a globe, but you have no evidence. You've been brainwashed to think, well, I see ships go over the horizon day and night, time zones, seasons, weather, global warming, you know, all of the stuff. But then when you actually analyze that stuff, you realize, huh, some of them work on both and the other ones actually prove the earth is flat. Got it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Great start, Great straight, straight for in. it. Which I love. Yeah, we're, we're going to dive in. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do not believe anything I say. I'm going to show you a thousand doors that you never saw before mm -hmm. that have information for you. But you have to take the time, the effort, and the and the ambition to go look through those doors and take the time. Yeah, yeah right? for sure. Like, I normally tell people I live in Connecticut on the East Coast in the USA. Where are you guys? Um, we're in the South Coast of the UK. Okay. Now... I believe that you live in the South Coast in the UK. Why do I believe that? Well, you told me. Yeah. I can't think of a reason why you would lie to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's a belief. Mm -hmm. Right. If I wanted to know it, I'd have to like Google you. Maybe I can find you on Facebook. Maybe I can find your friends. And I'm like, oh, they're all in the same area. Oh, I found your yearbook, high mm -hmm. school. All right. And now I know. Belief is the enemy of knowing. Belief is for lazy people. You believe I live in Connecticut. You don't have to do anything else to maintain that belief. But if you want to know it, you got to take time and effort to go look. So you believe you live on a ball because a guy in a bow tie who lies told you that boats go over the curve. <laughs> yeah. A guy at your school may have told you that Aristophanes, the Greek uh, mathematician 2000 years ago, figured it out with sticks and shadows. Yeah. But when you actually look at that experiment, it proves that the earth is flat. Right, right. Okay. So... 
I've got a bunch of questions and actually what you just said there about belief and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Goes well into my first question is Let's go. When did you first discover the flat earth theory? When did you first become a believer in this? Yeah, so it, it's not about believing and again, um when I so in 20 um <clears throat> 2012, 13 and 14, I was I think those were the years somewhere around there. I was doing a conspiracy analyst podcast which had a um, humor angle to it where we had two truth seekers myself and my co-host tim then we had a comedian that tried to turn everything into a fart joke and it was a great combination because people like to laugh and it brings you in and it throws some truth out and in the third year people started sending me flat earth stuff hey dave have you looked into flat earth i was like god it's funny delete you know and then it kept coming it kept going on our facebook page and i was like delete ban for life ban for life anyone that mentioned flat earth i was triggered i just just watch this one minute video nope Banned, banned, banned. You can no longer communicate with me. Then another researcher, well-respected, she said, uh, she mentioned that she thinks the earth might be flat. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? She goes, here, watch these videos. Now, YouTube is not a place of truth or lies. It's It's a platform that will host everything, garbage and gold at the same time. Yeah. And you have to use your God given common sense. Um, to look at it and sort it out. So she showed me, sent me these YouTube videos. And I'm like, and I went in, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to prove the globe and be done with this and, and, you know, prove the globe, disprove flat earth. And for two weeks I tried and tried and tried, and I couldn't come up with one proof of the globe, not one to the point right, right now I have a challenge out there. I have an app. It's called the flatter sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. Yeah. Every day there's a daily video on it. Watch that video every day for two weeks and you too will lose the respect of your family and friends. Cause you'll become a flat earther. Right. <laughs> So, um, but I off, I'm offering after you do, after you do that three Bitcoins for one globe proof, but you got to watch it first. You got to check the frequently asked questions section mm-hmm. to make sure it wasn't answered there because your silly question has already been answered. Okay. And not, yeah, I'm not, when I say you, I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought flat earth was the dumbest thing ever. It's so much where I refuse to look. And now I quit. I, I walked away from my own company. I walked away from everything that I strive my whole life to gain to speak to people like you. Because in the end of this conversation, when I smack down every belief that you have about the globe, it happened yeah. to me. Nope, no. um, you're going to go, why the lie? Why, why does the shape of the earth matter? And I'll give you a little preview to the answer. The shape of the earth doesn't matter. Flat is not a shape. It's a description of level and horizontal. Right. We'll answer that question at the end because I know you're going to ask it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think our first sort of easy questions is um, Sweet Tea back here is uh, she works in cabin crew. She's an air hostess um, and she goes up in the air. And well, you can ask the question, T. Well, like, it's not really a question, but like, I've got photos, I've seen the curvature. Yeah, so you so you think you've seen the curvature, and 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 everybody did because there's there's several things. One, you're told that the Earth is a curve. Yeah. Two, the windows on the airplane are curved, and they'll curve the edge of the horizon down even when you're on the tarmac. Try again, take a look, you'll okay. see it. Okay, but even if you got a close up to a flat part of the window, mm-hmm. the way our vision works is is um when you look out. When you look out in the distance, the sky, you know, the clouds above you are high, right? But in the distance, they merge with the horizon. And that area where the sky merges with the horizon, that's the limit of your vision, okay? So let's say it's 10 miles away or 100 miles away. I don't care. Whatever direction it is, 
that's where the sky meets the ground and that's the limit of your vision. Well, let's, if it's a hundred miles in front of me, it's a hundred miles at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, all the way around that draws a circle, a flat circle. Okay. Right. And when, when you understand that you're looking at a flat circle, um, then, then you understand, you know, that your brain converts that your brain converts that to a, um, to a, a, you think it's a globe because you're looking at this flat circle, right? Right. Yeah. So when you're looking into the distance, you see the same in all different directions. If you draw a line tangent to the 12 o'clock, mm -hmm. then you see a curve and you think it's a curve. But Neil deGrasse Tyson, the high priest of scientism, science themselves say, you know, oh, well, you can see that, you know, they used to say you can see it from an airplane. Then we showed them that you can't. Then they say you can see it from a MIG fighter and they show you can't. Then we put balloons up to 120,000 feet. The horizon's flat. The earth isn't spinning below them. And there's no curvature at 127,000 feet. Now science says, oh, you have to get higher than 127,000 feet to see it. They keep moving the globe post. Okay. Right. So go again. Take a look <laughs> on the airplane. You're not seeing curvature. And science will tell you you're not seeing curvature. Okay, well, we live by the sea, okay, and mm -hmm. we walk down to the beach, and um, far in the distance for us, there is there are wind turbines, and there yes, are some and you, you... wind turbines that are in front of the others, and they're lower down because obviously the horizon and the curve. So surely that is the Earth curving. <laughs> uh, ob obviously, right? Obviously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously. Oh so, so um. When you're looking into the distance, when you're looking into the distance, the atmosphere, then when you're looking across the earth, the atmosphere is the thickest part. Um, you know, when you're looking, when you're looking up, you're looking through very little atmosphere. When you're looking across, you're looking through all of it. Water vapor and um, the atmosphere is like a lens. It magnifies things. Right. So as things get magnified, they get pushed into the horizon. So for example, you know, um, I'm showing you, and for those of you watching or, you know, listening, um, this is Skunk Bay and just a, a, a time lapse during the day and the land keeps get, just based on the weather conditions gets pushed. It looks like the buildings are going underneath the water, but they're not. It's just an optical effect. Our horizon, if we had a physical ball, you know, anything going over the horizon would disappear behind a, a physical horizon, but we can zoom in and see things, right? So we're all, we're all told that boats go over the horizon, right? Yeah. So if I showed you an empty horizon in a video and you saw no boats out there, right? So the, the sky is meeting the ground. And then as you zoom in with a super zoom camera, you make it bigger and all of a sudden your eyes can see, oh, there are boats out there. I thought that boat went over the horizon, right? And then the other thing is little tiny waves in the foreground. So little tiny waves in the foreground will hide the bigger boat in the background because the boat's getting smaller and smaller and the little tiny waves in the foreground will make the boat disappear and a global will say, well, it's over the horizon. So on my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon and Zodiac Clock app, there's a yeah. button called um, science, uh, Flat Earth Experiments and it's where we've taken lasers and, and zoom lenses and, and you know, looking at everything and we can see things that would require the Earth to be a thousand times bigger in circumference right? Over a thousand times bigger. Well, that's a problem. If the earth is a thousand times bigger. They're hiding something. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe the earth is a ball a thousand times bigger. I believe it's much bigger than that, but it's a level plane. Okay. Right. right. So 
to, to, to we didn't do too much preparation for this, but we did watch a couple of documentaries, and one of the ones that we watched was Netflix. behind yeah behind the curve, and they did mm-hmm. that laser experiment, yeah. and they failed. It didn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. So let me explain that laser experiment. And so here's another great proof of the globe. The Glober's best arguments for a globe Earth is what two flat Earthers did. Okay. Uh-huh. And so let me tell you that that that, that piece was uh, was what's called a hit piece, and they yes. misrepresented what happened. So <clears throat> here's the experiment. Um, we we got a, a canal, a long canal, which so the water is level, water, large bodies of water at rest, lay level, and we had a road next to it. So using, you know, measurements off the surface of the canal, we had three pieces of plywood, one, two, three. Um, and we had um, a hole, tennis ball size hole, drilled in three of them. Yes. And we said, if we can shine, if the earth is curved, we can't shine a laser through all three holes because the middle one would be higher on the curve of the ball. Absolutely. Okay. So we're doing this at night. Um, it's the first time we've been there. And we, uh, the first thing that happens, lasers spread out. They don't shoot a laser beam. Like when you shoot a laser beam, it looks like a nice thin beam. And that's because it's spreading out, but perspective is keeping it as a narrow beam for you. Laser beams spread out over great distances, right? So we had what's called a condenser. You had like a $15,000 laser with another expensive condenser on it, and it melted. So we, we, we no longer, before we even started, that we turned it on and it melted and we couldn't use the laser. So we said, all right, let's just try it with a light. And we held the light through it. And the guy at the other end goes, I can't see it. And they were like, Here, just try holding the light higher. And he holds the light higher. Now, if I reach up, I'm six feet tall. I hold the lantern up. How much higher am I holding it? Yeah. Three, four feet. No, yeah, three, yeah. add in maybe three feet. Yeah. Okay. Right. We held it up and he goes, oh, I can see it. And Jaron, the guy running the test, my co-host, he goes, interesting. And that's where they cut the film right there. Yeah. Then he brings it down again to the hole and we go, oh, we can see it now. And the problem was there were some branches in between that were blowing around in the wind or whatever, and we could see it. Now there was globe believers there, flat earthers there, all in it, you know, just observers there. And everyone walked away going, this proved nothing. If it proved anything, it proved there's no curvature, but we all walked away saying it didn't prove anything, but they edited the movie to make it look like we proved curvature wanted to hide it. And the other one was real quick, and I don't want to make this too long. <laughs> it was uh, with Bob from the Globebusters show, highly recommended people watch that on YouTube, Globebusters every Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. And there's a 24 seven channel. Um, he had what's called a ring laser gyro. And it met, and you know, gyros hold rigidity in space. And this is a really high end gyro. And we tested it and it showed 15 degrees of curvature, about 15 degrees of, of, of rotation. Well, right. if the earth was current turning, that would be true. But the question is, what and he said, you know, off mic, but he was on mic. He goes, he goes, Well, we don't want to let this information get out because the globers will go wild with it, right? Cut. That's it. Uh. Right. But then then we they said because if we if we we have to determine is it the earth spinning or is it the ether spinning so what's an experiment we could do well if it's the earth turning at high altitude if you're still connected to the earth with the ring laser gyro it's still going at 15 degrees per hour it's making a bigger swath right because a little turn on a ball versus a higher altitude it's going faster but it's still the same amount of degrees per minute per hour Okay, and we did it at a higher altitude and it showed a different rate of of procession, which 100 percent proves for anybody that can think this through that it's not the earth that's turning. But again, they didn't put that in the video. I see. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I, I get most documentaries are doctored in, in some way. Or well, this, this, was, this wasn't a documentary. This was a hit piece. Yeah. Okay, this was done on purpose. I'm not going to get into, but if you look into what the director of that movie made, her last movie <laughs> yeah. was another hit piece on another PSYOP, which I'm not allowed right. to even mention here. Oh, okay. Out of okay. interest, have you met yes. Mark Sargent? Mark Sargent's a good friend of mine. We're going to be at Flattoberfest in South Carolina in, Octo- oh my in October. God. There's a festival. <laughs> there's there's conferences. There's going to be, I, I bet there's a thousand people there this year. It's it's incredible. It's a music festival and conference, a get together for like-minded people. Very nice. I take it you guys don't have my app. No, <laughs> no we haven't got your app. But I'm, I'm, All right. I'm, but what, what kind of phones do you guys have? I've got a Google Pixel. I've got an iPhone. Okay. Um, Afterwards, I'm going to email you free copy of the app. But <laughs> okay. you think Flat Earth is stupid, right? <laughs> Where are you guys? You're in. You're in. You're in. The, you're in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. the UK. Europe? Okay, in the UK. So here's the UK right here. For those you're looking, these are these are people that have the app. There's more people than this, but this is where are you guys. I mean, there's Flat Earthers surrounding you. <laughs> Every one of those dots is another Flat Earther. Britain. Okay. In UK. How many Flat yeah. Earthers there? That's here. This I can't even see it. It's in. It's in here, right? This is this is Britain, right? <laughs> Cambridge, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's thousands. There's thousands. There's sixty seven thousand on the friend finder right now. Oh, wow. And there's oh there's God. way 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 more. Look at America. You can't even see it. It's insane. This is okay. A huge, uh, so much bigger movement than, than I thought. Than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. Here's the thing. We don't lose anybody, right? right. We don't lose anybody because once you see the lie. Then your eyes open to everything else, okay? Got it. And then when when your eyes open to everything else, you unplug from the matrix. What's the matrix? The matrix is a prison for your mind, just like the movie says, okay? And um, and and it's a prison for your mind to limit your thoughts, all right? To limit your understanding, to limit, to make you not realize that you're in jail. The globe is a jail for your mind, mm-hmm. right? If I if I said, hey, um, you you travel around. What if I said, um, you can never leave England? You can never leave all of Europe. You'd be like, hell no, I'm leaving. Yeah. No matter how big I make that fence, your humans want to go to the other side of the fence. That's all we want to be. Everyone wants to go to the other side of the freaking yeah. fence. Well, how do they hide the fence? They put you on a ball. There's nothing else, n- nothing else to discover, Truman. Remember that? The Truman Show? Yeah, yeah. Because I want to be an explorer. And she goes, oh, there's nothing else to discover. That's, the, that's where they have us. All right? <clears throat> we need to get to space eventually. But go ahead. Hit me with your questions. So another... Uh, t- to expand on that a little bit, another. Oh, I wasn't even well. I wasn't even showing you the <laughs> the, the, the stuff while I was talking to you. It, it's incredible um, the the amount of uh, the amount of people. So let me just go real back. You know, I didn't realize they didn't transition the the image. But here is the UK right here, um, right? Is that this is the UK right there? Yes. Yeah. These are the people just near you. Bloody okay. Yeah, loads in London. Insane. Wow. Wow. Insane, and then then back over here, America, just filled with insane, it. right? And this is just a fraction, mm. right? Nobody leaves flat Earth because it's a cult. No, it's not a cult. <laughs> okay, it's um, and uh, it, it's an amazing journey once you wake up to this. Once you mm-hmm. see this, you can't unsee it. I always say, couples that are together, if one of them's a flat Earther and one of them's not, they can't stay together. However. <laughs> The flat earther has the advantage because the flat earther will never go back to the globe. Because once you see it, you're like, how the hell did I ever believe this? The globe are 
will only come over if they listen and they're smart. If, they don't even have to be that smart, right. you know, to, to see the deception. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. My question to expand on this idea is I've actually, we had another person come on the show called Max and he showed us another idea called like hollow earth. And I'm not e expecting you to like out, you know, deny that or anything. But my question is for the whole sort of flat earth theorem, what is more important showing that the earth is not a globe or showing that the earth is flat? Like, is it more important that the earth isn't a globe or is it more important to show that the earth is flat? Well, that's a great question. And it's, it's more important to show, you know, here's the thing. What's the exact makeup of the flat earth? We're just figuring this stuff out. Okay. But what we can prove is that the earth is level, that it's stationary, and that it's not a globe next to an impossible space vacuum, right? Wow. So look, about the, look at this. Anywhere in, in nature or in a lab, mm -hmm. you can't have high pressure next to low pressure or no pressure, like a vacuum of space, mm -hmm. without a physical barrier, period. Right. You need a container, okay? Well, we're a globe with water and air on the outside flying through a space vacuum. That's scientifically impossible. And the only answer they can come up with, oh, gravity holds the air down. Well, yeah. how does a summer breeze blow left and right? How do butterflies fly? How do, how do I hold my arms up without gravity? I could hold on trillions and trillions of cubic tons of water, right? Mm. But, it, but I can stand, I can jump. That doesn't make any sense. And how can I take a straw with the weak, low pressure of my lungs, suck air and water up and away from gravity effortlessly, right? right. I mean, is the, is my, are my cheeks stronger than the vacuum of space? No, right? They tell us, you know, there's a, a window blows out an airplane, people get sucked out the window and ripped into pieces, okay? Because of the pressure differences. How does that work, right. okay? Yeah, yeah, I see. Living out. Okay, okay. So the Earth is flat, right? What is the moon? What is the moon to us? And is the moon mm. also flat? So, <laughs> um, so the the question is, you know, do you have lights in the ceiling that are in the room that you're in right now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Look at those lights. Mm -hmm. Look yeah. at them. What? Uh, think about the shape that they are mm. and what they're made of. And now describe your floor based on the shape of those lights. No, no, don't look at the floor. Look at the sky. Okay. <laughs> it's a ridiculous thing. Okay. Right? So yeah. the, que the question <laughs> is, is the moon, is the moon, um, is the moon a sphere? Well, it kind of looks spherical to me, but you don't know if it's a sphere. Here's four moons I'm looking at. Yeah. And I ask you, is this one a sphere? And when the hand picks it up, well, it's a half a sphere. How about the second one? Is that one a sphere, I ask? Right. And you look at it, well, I think it is, okay? But it's yeah. not, it's flat, right? And I'm not saying the moon is flat or a sphere. I'm just saying if you can't touch it in measurement, the third one, that's gotta be a sphere, right? Nope, it's a cup, right? So if you can't see it and measure it, you don't know how, right. uh, what shape it is or how far it is, right? And and the the math that, NASA uses to tell us how far the moon is, well, then that means the sun is the same distance because they're using the size and stuff. Well, the sun and the moon, I think are the same distance. They're here within our, um, within our atmosphere, right? And when, you, when there's a moon in the day sky, mm -hmm. look at it, you see blue sky behind it, okay? You see, um, you, see, uh, uh, you see that it's right here. And at nighttime, 
when the moon is, or there's some clouds out, the moon will only light up the clouds that it's next to. If the moon was 238,000 miles away, it would light up all of the clouds that you see, but it only lights up the ones next to it. Get a bunch of cotton balls, throw them all over the floor and get a light, hold it high up in the air. It's gonna light up all the cotton balls. If you only wanna light up three of them, you gotta bring it way, way down. So the moon, I don't believe is a physical object. I believe it is a, for lack of a better word, a projection into our reality. And again, in my app, in my app, um, there's a moon button, there's an eclipse button, mm -hmm. and there's videos there that will show you what I'm talking about. It'll show you um, what's going on um, and what the moon isn't. But the sun is further away from the moon. Uh, further How do you away know that? Us? How do you know that? Who told you that? The liars at NASA told you that. Well, everyone. Right? <laughs> go, go out in the, on a sunny day and look at the sun. Mm. It's right there. It's right there in our sky. And I think that the sun that we see isn't the, isn't the actual sun. It's like um, if you take a magnifying glass and you make that little dot where you burn ants. Remember the yeah. kid when you burned mm -hmm. ants, you, you evil person, you, right? <laughs> if you lifted it up a foot in the air, that dot disappears, but that dot's still there. If you right. put your hand in the space behind it, you'll find it and it'll burn you. Okay. I think the sun is focused. It's a focused point of energy into mm -hmm. our system. And we all see it in a, a position unique to ourselves. Audio podcast, this isn't good. The question is, on the app, if you click the question mark button and you say, um, where does the sun go? Yeah. Um, up will come videos that Google won't serve you. These videos will show you why the sun sets, where the sun goes, what the sun isn't. And, um, and that's that. So I take it you don't think the moon landings happened? Oh my lord, yo, that's where that's that's what I, I listen. It's not that I don't think, it's that I looked at it. Okay. Right. And now I heard your argument about the shadows, it's just in pictures. That's an interesting argument, and it's a hard way, you know. Um, but the, the shadows were so far off, it's not perspective, but I don't even go there. Right. The other thing you said was um the 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 flagpole was L-shaped. Yeah, it did have a wire bar on it. Mm -hmm. But the problem was when you set it in the moon where there's no atmosphere and you're done it should stay still. But when they walked by it, it waved. Right. From a blow from some air. <clears throat> Got it. Okay. It, it waved. So, and the other problem was if you zoom in on the flag, it's wet. In some of the pictures it's wet. How do you have water in space? Water will boil in low pressure, let alone no pressure. Right. Okay. And think about this. You ever, do you ever watch a video where they put like a, a soda can or something in a vacuum and they suck the air out and it explodes? Mm-hmm. Or if you put a water bottle or an empty bottle, it explodes, yeah. right? Because of the pressure. Go on an airplane. If you have a, um, next time you go on an airplane, take a empty uh, water bottle, plastic water bottle, just close it tight. And when you get up to altitude, open it, it's going it, to, it's just from that slight decrease in pressure, which you barely even notice. Mm. It's going to do that. And then, and then reseal it at the top. And when you land, it'll crush, right? Right. From the, just from the slight difference of pressure. Well, astronauts need to breathe in their in their you know pressurized suit when they're in space they should explode like the state puff marshmallow man there's no argument that's not a theory mm -hmm. okay they should explode mm -hmm. but there's none of that no, can you don't. explain that i personally can't no. <laughs> no well and and don't give away your common sense to to authority right authority are just people that memorize and regurgitate the banker phone books other phone books uh textbooks um better than anybody else okay right. the 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 whole moon landing is absolute and total um nonsense think about this 
You ever fly over your home when you're coming into your home airport and see your house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you scream at the neighbor next to you? Like, the, the, the person you don't even know if you're sitting next to somebody. Hey, look, there's my house. There's my house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so excited. If you went to the moon, a desolate place away from humanity, like crazy, and you have the incredible view of the earth from the moon, the entire conversation would have been holy effing ass. Look at the friggin' mo- the earth. Look, there's, there's the United States. There's the UK. Oh, my effing God. You would be going crazy. Never once did the astronauts mention the earth while they were on the moon. Right. Think about that. Think about that. And then they were hanging from wires, okay? They were hanging from wires. And if you're in space mm-hmm. with no air and half the uh, one-sixth of gravity, you'd be going faster, not slower. They're hanging from bungee cords, essentially. And there's plenty of video where you can see the cord, where you, where you can actually see the cord, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, are the other planets flat as well then? So again, you're you're mixing a heliocentric uh, story with a um, with a with a uh, fake solar system. So when ah. you Google flat Earth, you get the picture of uh, all of the planets with a flat Earth. You know, is Earth the only flat planet? No flat Earther believes this. No flat Earther thinks this. We don't think other planets are flat, and we don't mm. think other planets are spheres. Now let's we're going to talk a little little um, common sense, logic, science, math, easy. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
really easy, but people short circuit when you go, we're going to do some math. Oh no, I was only taught to be an accountant in school. I wasn't taught to be, uh, you know, to be, um, you know, to, to actually think and use, use the scientific method. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so when, when we look up at planets, uh, through, through our telescopes, we see these very interesting light images, light coming back to us. Okay. There's a thing called the inverse square law of light. Sounds complicated. It's not. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that says every time you double your distance to a light source, whatever it is, whatever the light is, you know, you're seeing me, I'm a light source, lights bouncing off of me. And every time you double the distance, it's one quarter of the brightness. Okay. And a simple experiment you can do is just get a little, um, a little light, a little led light and put it inside a square box. That's like an inch or two inches or three inches wide. And then take a light meter and measure the light on that wall Mm -hmm. and then put it in a box that's a square foot and then a box that's three square feet. And then in a whole room, right. And measure the light bouncing off the wall of the box or the wall of the room. And it gets exponentially dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Okay. Okay. And that's because light is spreading out as it goes. Right. So when we look at the moon on a full moon night in the middle of nowhere, I could read by it. It casts my shadow on the ground. It's bright. And let's just say it's one lumen. Well, if I went halfway to the moon, it's four lumens, halfway again, 16, halfway again, 64. I keep doing that until I'm a hundred miles from the moon where the astronauts took the alleged picture. And the brightness is like over 60 times brighter than we see the sun from from earth for that light to get to our eyes using their science makes no sense okay and now planets are even worth worse have you, you ever go out at night and look at mars jupiter venus i've right? seen mars yeah i've not been okay. able to see the others and, and jupiter is right right there bright as bright as any star mm-hmm. and so jupiter um jupiter is you know they tell us it's a um it's a uh, uh gas giant a gas giant. So gases aren't very reflective. You know, it's a dull gas giant, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and the you know NASA showed us a video of um a one a one of the probes going by it, and you can see that the you know the the, the, the everything's moving on and everything's changing. It's absolute nonsense. So think about this: if you're on Jupiter, well, the sun is a hell of a lot farther away. So the sun is much smaller than we see the sun. So it's dimmer, mm-hmm. right? So so you have to imagine that large star-sized sun, much smaller than we see, is sending light to Jupiter. It's bouncing off of those non-reflective clouds, traveling all the way back to Earth, ignoring the inverse square law of light, and it's brighter than any star in the sky. Right. Doesn't work. Fair Doesn't enough. work at all. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and can we just extend this one one further? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, so the. Think about the sun. The sun itself is very, very close to us. Uh, it is, um, is, is very big compared to the earth, very small. Mm-hmm. So if the sun was one of those yoga balls, right? One of those big yoga balls, you can barely grab your arms around. Yeah. How big would the earth be? Oh, the earth would be tiny. Like a BB, like a small marble, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now let's move there. Let's say it's noon. And we move the sun. Um, it's just a mile over your head. The surface of the sun is a mile over your head. Mm-hmm. You agree that it would fill the entire sky like this image I'm showing you, right? Yes. It would just fill the entire sky. Yeah. Yes, okay. Would, yeah. So then when you think going to the distance, they get smaller. So let's move it 93 million miles away where they tell us. And it becomes the size of a coin held at arm's length. You can hide oh, the sun yeah. holding a coin, small coin. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. That's a lot of reduction. 
So that's eight light minutes. You understand what a light minute is? Yeah. Yeah. A light. Uh, it's a distance light travels in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So it takes eight minutes for the sun to get to uh, the light to get to us from the sun. This is a story. It's not real, but this is what science tells us. If I doubled the distance to that sun, remember the entire sky reduced to the size of a coin held at arm's length. If I doubled the size, could you see it? Yeah. Yes. Maybe it'd be a lot smaller though. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's light. We're going to round. We're going to, if we double that, so now it's four times farther, that's a light half hour. You think yeah. you could see it? Probably, probably not now. Probably not. No. How about we double it again? It's a light hour, eight times farther. Do you think you can see it? No, probably not. How about if we multiply that by 24? No chance. 24 times farther. Okay. The 200. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's not probably not. It's absolutely positively, scientifically, provably not because the angular size of that, ignoring the inverse square law, mm -hmm. um, is magnitude too small. So at a light day away, it's absolutely absurd that you can see the sun. Okay. Well, yeah. the sun's not a light day away. How can we compare that to a star? Well, you guys can see Polaris. It's a bright star in the sky. It's our North Star, and it's about 48 times bigger than our sun. Well, what distance would it have to be to be an equivalent distance where you couldn't see it? Well, it's 48 times bigger, so 48 times farther. A light day is absolutely ridiculous. So 48 light days away, you know, well, round, round, you know, two light months away, even. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely impossible. They tell us it's 433 light years away. Mm. Your brain should just short circuit and you're not going to be able to process the information because you weren't taught to deal with large numbers. One more thing and then I'll let you go. <laughs> the closest star is four and a half light years away, 25 trillion miles. That's the closest yeah. star. And the other ones are so much farther than that. It's ridiculous. This right. is what they tell us. It's a lie, but this is what they tell us. Okay. Ignoring the inverse square law of light because you already can't see it because of that, right? If you were traveling at 100,000 miles an hour, which is absolutely absurd, it would take you 28,000 years to get to that star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 28,000 years. I heard you say in your last podcast, should we be exploring space in the first place? Well, if that was real, 28,000 years at a speed that's uncomprehensible, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to space. Here's a little trick, a little piece of information. And again, on the app, you can find out, find information. There's a playlist called rockets are balloons. When you understand that no human, no dog, no cat, no animals, nobody, well, maybe a dog or a cat, they might've launched into orbit into high altitude, but nobody is going into space because space doesn't exist. Like they like, like described as described. Right. Okay. What do you think space is then? Yeah, well, again, anything above 73 miles um, is is um, conjecture, and anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is um, is conjecture also. But I think space is best described as water. I think space is water. And I think that um, it... Uh, you know, we're in this bubble, if you will, on this on this mag on this giant Earth plane. There was a rocket that was sent up in Arizona here in the United States, uh, an amateur rocket that gave us an uninterrupted view down and an uninterrupted view sideways. Now the rocket was spinning, but it went up 72 miles and then it hit something. It went kerplunk, not into water, but something more viscous, if you will, like some sort of plasma. Right. That was interesting, and um, 
you know, and then after we were exposing this, they came out with some MIT thing. Oh, it was a yo-yo anti-spinzy spin thing. And they showed this thing. And um, what, what was interesting is besides the horizon looking flat, the, the moon showed up. We could see the moon, right? And so we went to timeanddate.com and we looked at where the rocket was taking off from, which was Arizona on the west, the west side of the United States. Yeah. Um, and the moon at that time was over Australia. Okay. Well, if the earth was a basketball, that rocket was a quarter of a millimeter above that basketball and the moon was below the basketball. How did it see the moon? Right. Okay. Fucking hell. You have yeah. <laughs> You've got an answer. Yes. Yeah, it does. Good answer. <laughs> so, so here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It takes courage and it takes the death of your ego to look at this, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people can't handle it because they built their life's foundations. You know, you were taught the earth was a globe before you can speak. All the children's shows, all of everything, your teacher had a globe in the front of the class. They teach you about gravity. The first worksheet kids bring home from school is the orbits, the planets, the orbits and stuff. And it's, it's all indoctrination. NASA was created to make us stop looking at Antarctica, okay? Right. And, and the reason I say that is because, um, you know, we had a, a Operation High Jump, it was called. And uh, they went and Admiral Byrd went out there and said there's land bigger than the United States filled with resources. No humans there, no plants, no animals, just resources. And they said, oh, Antarctic Treaty, nobody can go there. And it's still in effect today. Can't even be questioned until the year 2041. And that reminds me of your comment saying we're, we're going to have a permanent residence on the moon. The moon is not a place. It's a light. No right. one's going to the moon, okay? okay? And and in the app underneath the moon nonsense playlist, um, there's great videos. And one of them is a, um, a physicist from the 1950s doing a, a news interview. And he said, he was saying that the moon's a plasma and it, you know that NASA's gonna find this out soon. He didn't realize the deception that was coming. Um, but but here's, here's what the earth is. And just so people, and, and so you guys get a picture, mm. a pond and a lake, at rest is flat. Would you describe it, the surface of the pond as a U, as a hump, or as flat? Okay. Of course, flat, mm. right? And that body of water needs a container. What's the container for that water? Pond. What's the container for a pond? The land the that land. surrounds yeah, it. Ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, does that land have to be higher than the water, the same as the water, or lower than lower. the water? The well, no, if it's, it has to be higher, the, the water has to be lower than the land, yeah, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you lowered the land, the water would flow away. If you had a bathtub and you got rid of the tub, the water is going to flow away. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you yeah. got the rid of the side of the lake, the water is going to flow away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why am I talking about this? Well, think of all of the oceans in the world as a giant pond. All of the continents are surrounded by water. All of the islands are surrounded by water, but all of the water is surrounded by land. It's container. Antarctica is not a continent at the bottom of the ball. It's the land on the outside of that container. Okay. So if you sailed to the edge of our world, the edge of our pond, you don't fall off into space. Like the flatter society wants you to believe you step up onto the land. Antarctica is the highest land on earth. Okay, so he has said so much so far. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about it, but we're going to have to make this a two-parter. So if you want to hear the rest of what he's got to say, come back next week where you're going to hear Flat Earth Dave for part two. Yeah, juicy stuff. See you guys soon.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.